Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Yo, yo, what's up? Alton, our stars podcast. My name is Chris Payne. Name my guest this week was Bully, specifically Uh, Alicia and Stuart from the band Bully, who are out promoting their awesome debut album. It's called Feels Like. It's really cool. You should check it out. You should check out this talk I had with them. I had a lot of fun chatting with these two. They're out on tour right now. We talked about that band Touring Life. We talked about what it's like being an indie rock band these days or a punk band signing to a major label, which was a neat talk to have. We talked about how they just played a show in Asbury Park, New Jersey. We talked about old school Nickelodeon. We talked about weird Thanksgiving traditions. A lot of fun with this one. I enjoy it. Hope you do too. And as usual, would super appreciate any feedback you have on the podcast, good, bad, or whatever. Uh, star rating, one to five stars in iTunes is super, super appreciated. Or any specific feedback you have, you can hit me up, Chris.Payne. That's C-H-R-I-S dot P-A-Y-N-E at billboard.com. Hit me up there or on Twitter at C-Pain on a plane. Anyways, enjoy the podcast. Bully on Altenar Stars. So here with Bully, two, two-fourths or one half. We could reduce that fraction. One half. Yes. One half of Bully with Alicia and Stuart. Hello. Hi. So... So a lot of touring coming up. We were just we were just talking about you guys played music hall last night. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. awesome, really fun. Review is big sound. Big sound was the review. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Great sounding room. So I know you guys have a. I was looking at your itinerary. You have many, many, many shows coming up. But how far along are you in this tour? Pretty much, I mean, we pretty much just started. I think we've played... This is day 11, I think, yeah. of the tour. And we have until Christmas, so we got a ways to go. Yeah. I saw there's one point where you're in Tucson, Arizona, mm-hmm. and then two days later you're in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be exhausting, but awesome. I've never been to Paris, so... And we get to go to Australia on this tour, which I don't know if... I don't think any of us have been to Australia so. How many Australian dates is it? Not a lot. I think a total of, well, the festival that we're playing down there is called Meredith. Um, and I think we have like maybe six days around it. Mm-hmm. We'll be there for longer, but we only have, I think, a total of like seven shows there. Yeah, because we, we had a band from Australia in the office yesterday and they were telling us 
yeah, it's cool to tour, but you know, we hit all the cities and it's over in like four days, mm-hmm. you know, ready for the weekend, we're done. Yeah, yeah. So, what place are you going to for the first time? Because you're touring on for like three more months. So, what are the first time bully places? Well, we've been to the UK before, but all of the rest of Europe is totally new to us. And mm-hmm. so, all the places we're hitting over there and in Australia too is mm-hmm. totally new. Um, A bunch of plates places in the states too i think i mean we had never played we played like ferndale michigan we're playing lawrence can kansas oh right yeah we're doing pittsburgh it's weird we never played pittsburgh before we're playing pittsburgh yeah. so i get yeah it's weird because we never played paris before either and it's kind of strange being this from pittsburgh to paris kind of like it, there's a whole bunch of different things we mm-hmm. haven't seen yeah i feel like there was a date too like right before or after Ferndale that we hadn't played either, but uh, yeah, no, a bunch of a bunch of new places. Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, okay. New York. That's yeah. a good like working class rock town. Mm-hmm. Buffalo yeah. would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, wanted to talk about like those sort of towns because we are you both from Minneapolis or Minnesota? No, actually, everyone in the band is from different areas. I'm, oh, okay. You're the, you're Minnesota. Yeah, I'm Minnesota. I'm from a small town in Tennessee, about okay. an hour south of Nashville. Mm-hmm. So, does that have to do with why the band? The band is based in Nashville now, right? Yes. Does that have to do with why? Yeah, that's where we all met. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Alicia and I met in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, when she was going to school there, mm-hmm. and I had moved back. I was had been living in St. Louis and had just finished school and moved back to Tennessee. About that time, and uh, then we went up to Nashville. Yep. Okay. So, Alicia, you ha- you haven't been in Minnesota for a while, then? Um. No. Yeah, I haven't been in Minnesota since I was eighteen. Like okay. Twenty-five now. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I think it's it's interesting how there is this bunch of you know rock bands in Nashville now, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's like I don't need to like name bands you know what i'm talking about right because people it's i think it's been a minute when when people would hear nashville and just think about country music Mm -hmm. but um but yeah so the band as long as it's been bully you guys have always been in nashville yes Mm -hmm. yeah and i actually had an interesting talk on a a previous podcast or has some writers on we talked about country music and how it's changing we talked about different parts of nashville are you guys part of like this east nashville thing is that where you live we don't. Um, Clay lives in East Nashville, our um, other guitar player, and uh, but we kind of stayed on the west side. I mean, our living situation is like constantly changing because we're never home. And it's not like you guys all live together. Yeah. So it's not like there's like a band house. Right, or... right. So, but um, I've kind of stuck around. I used to run sound at a venue called the Stone Fox on the west side. Um, so I've just stayed there, but uh, the East side's great. It's, there's so many things kind of popping up everywhere that it's really convenient. You can just like check everything off your list in an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, I mean, we've pretty much been on tour since for about a year now. So our living situation is just like, where can we store our stuff? Yeah. Um, Yeah. We like, you know, we, we like Nashville, but we don't have like that kind of like emotion yeah yeah part like part of a city that like we're trying to be boosters for like yeah. we're super proud of being yeah. from or like it's just it's a cool town like mm-hmm. west nashville is just as cool as east nashville is cool as what any other part seattle of it. Is cool as or as bad as any yeah, other like, part of it you know? yeah but 
But yeah. yeah, there is there's all different kinds of stuff there. Mm. Yeah, and so it seems like since Bully really took off from you know from Bandcamp to being signed to the album coming out, it seems probably you weren't really around much or just super busy because that's it's been a lot in a little bit amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy now that we're coming on like a year of since we did our first tour, our first month-long tour. Um, It's been kind of an eye-opener. Because I remember when we did that tour, I was like, you should definitely take advantage of this because who knows if you'll ever tour again. And then it was just like we were gone. We've been gone since pretty Mm -hmm. much. Um, But it's been great. We get better at touring all the time. It's like uh, obviously – kind of tough to be on the road all the time and things can get a little dark but um it's something that you get better at the more you do it so everyone has like different activities that they plan on doing each tour things to keep them busy in the car and there was a time when we all were listening to serial the podcast differently uh, at different times and we did all talk about it just little things that kind of help you get through you didn't want to spoil cereal for your bandmates. Mm-mm. You were all at different points. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what? we li- we love the best show. WFMU's best show. We have the box set, so we listen to that in the van. And- mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. Getting the hang of it. So that's the current band game for the van yeah that's like our kind of game activity that's like what we can always come back to Mm. but we all have different things like clay likes to read i have like a little travel guitar and a little recording setup now for this tour that i can do in the van um yeah i just i just went out and bought a bunch of dvds which I haven't done in years and years. DVDs. Yeah, Where'd you've you... heard of them. They're crazy. <laughs> Just put movies on them. Did you go to like a rest stop and buy all like the dollar, two dollar DVDs? I out went of the to. Bin? I went to like this really huge used um, like book and CD and DVD place in outside Nashville called McKay's, okay. and just went in and went to town. Uh, also got like this Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman box set that I think came out pretty recently. It's 38 discs, it's 300 episodes. <laughs> so I've been working my way through that. Zoned out in the car. Mm-hmm. And do you have like a, is there any kind of TV setup or just laptop for all those 38 DVDs? Oh, it's just laptop. I had the, besides all those DVDs, I also had to go out and buy one of those 
you know those booklets that you put CDs into? Which oh, I yeah, yeah. In oh, years. yeah. Because I just had, like, all these box sets. I was like, what am I going to do with all these? Mm-hmm. But, no, so I just had, watched them on a laptop. Um, yeah, everyone kind of – right now, everyone has their own bench. It's still in the Kano line Ford, but we got a trailer for all the gears, so now everyone gets their own bench. So everyone – if, if you're if you're in the front seat and you look back, there's you can't see any heads. Like yeah. everyone, there's just three people mm-hmm. laid down that, in their little world. Like saves us because you can just yeah, like you have your own really comfy bench seats. You can just like yeah. sleep or you can do whatever. If we had to be like sitting next to each other for thirteen hour drives, <laughs> that would be a different story. Yeah, but that van, our van is awesome. Does it have a name? No. No. Van. Yeah, it did for a second. I don't remember it, but uh, uh, no. obviously not a very good one. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. One was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the charger situation like for all your devices? Uh, we have one. Reese got one of those ones that has the two USB things. You'd think that there was just cords and cables everywhere, but it seems like. Everyone's on a pretty good uh, charge rhythm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. someone's done and someone hands off. And the yeah, rotation going. Like yeah. there's never a point where like anyone's like scrambling to try to like plug everything in at the same time. And usually when we're gone too, like someone will remember to bring theirs. Like for today, like when we left our Airbnb, we'll be gone to like eight. And uh, I forgot mine, which I usually have in my purse, but Reese has his. So we just kind of, we all trade off. Mm-hmm. Very generous about our chargers. When you pop into restaurants, do you ask them, "Oh, is it okay if we use your your outlet?" Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, we, like when not we, even a question. No, when we stop somewhere to eat, it's like you just scramble for. And same with when we're at airports. It's like oh yeah, it's it's Wi-Fi more than anything else. I feel like yeah, like mm-hmm. the the mad scramble is like if you, if you walk into a place and we're like, "What's your Wi-Fi password?" Like we don't have it. It's like, "All right, we'll see you later." We're just, <laughs> what's the point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you're trying to get yeah. so much done. <laughs> it's true. It's what someone will be like hovering outside of McDonald's and we'll be like, "What are you doing?" Like, oh, yeah. they, they got really good. Wi-Fi well, McDonald's here. got that good Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they got that good Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's like Reese is holding his laptop, standing up yeah. like, in the in the front yard of a McDonald's. Uh, but that's the one that I think. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird because I remember now that I'm thinking about it, like when we first toured, like everyone being like, "Is your phone charged yet?" Like trying, but now we're on some weird rhythm yeah i also switched the other day in the van i just called my phone company and i was like how much more is just unlimited fast speed data and they were like 30 dollars a month and i was like just do it because just do it yeah (laughs) because i mean and and also my phone uh it's well it sucks but there's nothing worse than like i feel like when we go kind of towards the pacific northwest it's just like never getting service and all of a sudden i'll hit it and have like 17 emails are we are, like, are we killing this podcast right now oh it's yeah. like we're just talking oh yeah. about wi-fi there's and so phone much, plans there's so much advice being shelled out right now it's, i mean you know how to, i mean bands know how to play their instruments and write songs but they do not know how to rotate charging yeah yeah they don't know to shell dates. out 30 more dollars a month for that plan yeah, it's so worth it it's just yeah but this is kind of like isn't it funny like the thing about music you spend most of your time thinking about stupid stuff like where's the wi-fi like is only 40 minutes of your day is spent actually playing music yeah most of it's mm-hmm. just crammed into terrible spaces and trying to 
send emails to yeah. or like what you can uh, another thing that's like my favorite when you're on the road is when you go pull up to a venue and there's um like a really nice bathroom in the venue oh yeah with like that's, normal that's lighting like, and you can actually like brush your teeth and like whatever else you need because that so gets you through times. the day that's yeah like battery charged yes. personal battery yeah right. Or a nice, not even a nice green room, but like a green room that like doesn't have a thousand dicks everywhere. Even if it did and was clean, it'd be fine. When she says dicks, the people that's a that's a Sorry. thing. There's the, pe- people just draw dicks in green rooms. That's everywhere. Oh my gosh, across the country. Yeah, every single place. You everywhere. Ever go. And if you walk into a green room and there's no dicks on the wall, it's like a thing. Everyone's well, it just like, got painted, then, or it just got it's something just happened. Yeah, there's every, a new owner or something. Everyone's like something feels different. Or it's a and, jazz club. Or, yeah. or it's, it's just a jazz fans music. don't draw dicks. No it's way. just an unwritten rule. It's this classiness. Or it's like way more freeform dicks. It's just kind of like improv. <laughs> Organizational dick drawing. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dick drawings. So, you guys are touring behind your debut album on Start Time International. And I want to ask you guys about uh, the label and how you guys got signed because it's really neat for me to see a band like you guys putting out a debut album on Start Time is with Columbia, so associated with a major. And it seems like these days majors don't really touch rock bands like you guys. So, how did this all come about? Um, I mean, I think the reason I know the reason that we went with Star Time was because Isaac, who runs it, was just a hundred percent behind the project. As soon as he heard it, he was like, "No hesitations." He's like, "Here we go!" Like, you guys, I'm a fan of the music. Just, I'm gonna give you the freedom to do what you want. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. try and like live all over your record or the engineer. Are you okay? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some faces um, being exchanged. or or the engineering experience, and and he was definitely cool with me, engineering it was which was like a important thing for us. Um, and yeah, he was just a hundred percent behind it from the beginning, which means a lot because you know you'll meet a ton of people who will be like, I think, or like, what else is going on in the books, or like, you know, how has this been received? And he was just like, I don't care, I love it, like I believe in it, so. That for me was a huge selling point. Yeah, and we we met with a bunch of different or talked to a bunch of different labels, and like every single one of them, like every time we leave the meeting, it was like that's you know like they're so amazing. Like everyone had something that that was different than the other one. That is the amazing. The labels are all different. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, and then there's and they have the bands that work for them or that don't work for them or whatever, and so you have to find what's right. The one thing that I think that Isaac kept on saying over again that clicked with us and is that. Uh, anytime that we'd have these kind of specific questions about things we talked to other labels about, he just he was just go make a record, just record a record. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just like his like complete trust and enthusiasm about like don't what do you don't there's nothing to overthink here. Like right, I just, we just want to give you guys some money so you can go make a record. I mean, he like, he was awesome. even like when I was doing it, and I was like, I can send you some mixes as we go because I did it all on tape, so I can't like send over a mix and have someone get back to me two days later because. The, console's already on to a different song but he was like i don't even care like if you send him yeah. like which was just it was yeah really cool that um any you know he wasn't like you should check here you should work with so and so um so it just having that sort of creative freedom is a is a really big deal so some of the other labels because alicia you produce and mix all the stuff for the band where other People saying like, "Oh, we should have this person come in and work on this." Um, n- not really, because we didn't get that in depth 
with or it was but like i mean i don't know i feel like every label has its own cool thing about it and mm. uh, it came up that kind of came up as a the labels talking about that as a process or and even just like in really general meetings kind of like people that they thought would be a good fit for us and a couple other things that came up were like yeah, I think it'd be great to like repackage the EPs you have done before and or then or like maybe put out another EP or a but Isaac was like make a record mm-hmm. and that's what we yeah. really wanted to do. Yeah. So you wanted the full length. You wanted the LP. Yeah. Yeah, right yeah. Away. We were just ready to It felt yeah. like it was there. And like you know what I mean? It felt like we yeah. that was the thing that had been in your brain and working towards and also like Alicia since she's an engineer and stuff like and she's an engineer it seems like so much happens for her when she's in the studio like she's totally um you know she's like han solo and the falcon or whatever what's it called million falcon that's it on all the control boards got the, the, <laughs> she's light, just the, going. Light, the light speed and the landing <laughs> yeah gear who's chewbacca uh well who's i guess chewbacca? yeah it probably, it's probably just like me in the background like <laughs> i don't really know what's going like on the, the scene where chewbacca is playing he's he's like supposed to be like co-piloting but han's got all under control so he's just playing with those those like hologram chess aliens who are like hopping you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah is he just yeah. back there playing with them he's, yeah yeah what he's just like fucking around okay if he's just dicking about. around then that would be me because <laughs> yeah because she would be totally flying it and i would just be sitting back yeah there. making sandwiches yeah making sandwiches and she'd turn around and be like what do you think it'd be like yeah that sounds great he'd be so bored he'd be like hey do you want a sandwich i was like no i'm okay he'd be like no if you want a sandwich like i'll go make like you got it t- yeah you gotta wait till you see the sandwich i'm bringing in she'd be like i, I don't like i don't want this sandwich we were in a studio for a long time and she was yeah. and after like the basic tracking was like the first nine days seven I seven think. and the other guys flew home and then i stayed up in the studio with her and we were there for 22 days and we were sleeping in the studio mm-hmm. and so they she's, have bedrooms it's yeah yeah and, like, but she's up every day mixing and doing yeah. a thing and like i was just, i felt like i was in the shining you know what i mean i was about to go crazy his mind. <laughs> yeah so you guys did the album, but some of the tracks from the previous CP but re-recorded different versions. Yes. Mm-hmm. So instead of repackaging or another EP, you wanted to have those songs live on, but I guess kind of update them and maybe improve them. Yeah, I mean, when we first started the process, the rumor was that once the full length came out, all those songs in the EPs were going to disappear. Um, and there was some of those songs that we kind of just thought should be on a record and we weren't ready to just kind of say goodbye to them. Also, like we had been playing them for much like uh, like we had a whole year of playing them since they had first been tracked. And um, some of them were a little bit different. Some of them sound just like they do on the EP, but either way, we wanted to re-record it so that sonically everything had a good flow. Um, but yeah, there was just some of them we just weren't ready to let go. Yeah. Well, here, let's share some musical drop in one of those songs as I remember. So yeah, talking about the label, I was wondering, did you guys get any kind of like shit or any brushback for like, oh, you went to a major? 
I mean, no. no. We got asked about it a lot, but not usually in a bad like I'm, way. Like I'm doing now. Yeah, but I think, like, I mean, in 2015, the contracts really aren't that different, like, mm. from a... Yeah, there's um, no, there's no fucking label, difference. Except for like whether or not they're gonna help you get a tour van. That's um, the difference. The <laughs> van mean, versus no van. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, yeah, and and I think kind of the whole idea with Star Time is that you are signing with an indie, but you have a major there if you want to use those resources. Which, right. Whether or not that's exactly how it works, um, it's hard to tell, but. Yeah, we haven't. We didn't get. We didn't get a lot of shit for it. Yeah, and plus, like, it's a smaller label, and like Natalie Press is on your label with mm-hmm. you guys, so it's not like people are gonna be like, "Oh, look at like, look at these people you're collaborating with" or anything right. like that. Mm-hmm. And but well, she's from Nashville too, right? She lives in. Do you know her? Um, not she, anymore. Yeah, we we do know her actually. She's really nice. Yeah, she's super nice. Um, I think she's back in wherever she was from, North Carolina or Virginia. Rich- mm-hmm. Richmond. Oh, she's I from think, Richmond or Virginia. I thought maybe not. Yeah. But yeah, she was in Nashville for a bit. Um, no, I mean, I feel like we got is I think the one thing that people get um, down on majors, I guess, would be that there's uh, people feel like they lose control or that you get yeah. kind of like, uh, you know, they They're just squeeze like all the image or I mean, I, I felt like we didn't we had st- complete and total control of like everything and actually probably a little bit more because we had maybe a little bit more resources there that but it was still like just alicia doing everything all the time still except we didn't have we don't have to like and actually we still have to package up and ship all of our fucking records so it's just like we did with the other ep yeah just a pre-order yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> so the difference is the van you guys got your van <laughs> yeah i mean not literally but but yeah pretty much if we didn't have a van we'd be totally screwed what would you be doing bumming rides i don't know what we would have done before we left because uh, i had a minivan and it was not in good shape uh I we would have been fine. You wouldn't have had you wouldn't out. have had those you wouldn't have had those benches on this van. You would have been all huddled together, sharing long seats, crowding around the charger. Yeah, we'd be back in the Nissan Quest. Yeah. Well, you know what? And also, I mean, they, it helped out at least getting us to the UK for the first time a little bit. You know what I mean? Just like that little bit of tour support or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you guys did some neat shows lately. Yes. Some neat ones. What was Shadow of the City like? And actually, you should explain it because probably a lot of listeners won't know. It. Okay. So, Shadow of the City is a small festival um, put together in New Jersey. Asbury Park. Asbury Park. I'm from Park. New Jersey. So. You are? Yes. Cool. Um, yeah, New Jersey was really cool. I didn't know it was such a little beach town. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, but it was cool. I mean, there was like. Maybe seven bands total, and it was just one stage. It was really nice. There was cool local vendors, um, kind of out where the audience was standing. There was a basketball hoop backstage. Um, delicious food. <laughs> it was it was awesome. It's put together by Jack Antoff. Um, I don't know how he does everything he does. He does a lot of things. That's like he it, does a it, lot. It's insane. I have no idea how he does it all. Um, but yeah, it was cool. I mean. Yeah, 
it was really fun. Yeah. It was nice. It was We got thrown onto it really last minute, and uh, I'm glad we did because we had never played. That was another place we had never played before. Did you go to that show? No, but I I was going to shows in the Stone Pony when I was like 15 years old. Yeah. So that place is like, yeah. And it's like everyone that we ran into um, from New Jersey – has asked about it and it seems like everyone oh, yeah. kind of knows what's going on and is <laughs> excited know for it are you excited about it did you like do you think it was a cool thing oh yeah when i saw he yeah. was putting that together i mean i was like oh yeah that's dope yeah because like the stone pony it's something that'll always be a fixture it'll always be a thing there's always going to be people who are like yeah that's bruce's place it's where like he cut his teeth back in the day it's got mm-hmm. that legacy but i think seeing someone and I don't want to like imply the wrong thing. <laughs> Seeing like a bunch of like cool new bands mm-hmm. and artists playing there and kind of giving it new life that makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like everybody in the city was really proud to be there and that yeah, it was happening, yeah. which is super cool to kind of be a little bit of a part of that. Yeah, it was. It was also since we're not from since we're from Nashville, it was kind of like sitting back and trying to figure out. Because a lot of the other bands in the bill were from New Jersey, if I remember correctly, right? Mm. Who else? Jersey, is, he's one he, or two of the, them. the Jack is from Jack's New from Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. What's the band with the the front bottoms? Aren't the they front from bottoms? Yeah, yeah. New Jersey, and then there was another New Jersey band, I'm sure too. But then there was also kind of just like this, like everyone just seemed like they were like had a lot of feelings because it was like a hometown and it was in New Jersey and like there was lots of things yeah. going on. So it kind I of can relate to having to... a lot of feelings at the Stone Pony. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Totally. And the fact that like it was so well put together. It was like when you got there, it was really organized. And like I said, the backstage was really nice. Like you would be amazed how big of a difference that makes for festivals and being a band and going to play them. It's just like changes everything up. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool to get there and just see how well put together everything was. Word. And you guys did Made in America recently? Yes. How was that? Mm-hmm. Another very, much bigger very, festival. Very cool. Um, that I mean, It was really quick. We like literally flew in and played and left. All right. Um, so not much to report back no, about Made in America. No, not much to report back except for You didn't hang out fun. with Jay-Z. We did not hang out with or Jay-Z. Beyonce. But funny thing, I had an interview today and somebody asked, they were like, is it true that Jay-Z personally called you and asked you to play a festival? I was like, no. Where <laughs> did you read that and why do you believe that? Um, and I thought that was really hilarious. We, so. They gave us like... As in, in like our artist package, like this gold, oh, yeah. this incredibly elaborate like gold bottle of champagne, <laughs> and so I think that I think you took a picture and posted it, and we're like, I thanks, Jay. No, that, okay, that's I thought... what I wanted. I wanted to post it and be like, thanks, Jay Z, because he owns the festival, yeah, or part of it, or however it is. Yeah, but and it was, but that thing is. We've been threatening to drink it still for a long time, but I think it's just sitting in our house right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. We never got around to it. Yeah. Did you the... selfie with an Instagram of the, the bottle? Oh, we took a we lot of... We have a picture of yeah. it. Yeah, Ooh. yeah for You sure. might be in trouble. You might have to get that Instagram out there. Yeah. yeah. That might be part of the contract. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. Yeah, there, it did, there was some paperwork in there, but we just, we just inside that box, but we just threw that out. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the champagne. Yeah. Oh wait, Made in America. Oh yeah, that one was that was a that was a fun. Cool, cool. Anything else? You, you've only been out. You said for what eleven days. This is the early going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did we did two little like uh, this little festival in Champaign, Illinois, called Pygmalion. Mm-hmm. 
like the first day of that and we also did a like a festival that happens in Cincinnati called Midpoint Music Festival and both those are kind of like for you know bands like our our size or whatever and they, they span a couple days and it's a different bit random venues around the city those were really cool too because they were tiny rooms that were just like packed oh shit uh-huh. we did we did boston calling yesterday the day before yesterday yeah there we go right. yesterday yeah yes or the day before or the day before yesterday the day before yesterday. the day before and that was that was a lot that festival was a lot of fun yeah that was cool Cupcakes. Yeah, our buddies from Fiddler were there, and we had to hang out with them all day long. Because you're touring with them, right? We were doing or some dates to together in Europe, I think like four, five or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be really fun. We should drop in some more music. Okay. What do you think would be a good track for 30 seconds? Because we didn't play the whole thing. We'll drop like 30 seconds in the podcast. Let's do, I remember. We already did we, that. That was the first one. Let's do... Um, Picture. No, not picture. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, you already said it. We can't. We, we guess we have to do it now. No, it. we can do a. What do Let's you do, do brain freeze. No. Is brain freeze? Yeah, that sounds great. Dropping brain. What? What? Coming at you from billboard.com. This is Bully with Brain Freeze. Check it out. Alicia specifically told me not to do anything like that when we came in here. She's like, please no, don't do any of the no, weird radio things. Station radio IDs, thing yeah. We've been doing, he, he's, he'll like look at the camera really intensely and be like, it's Bully here with, and then just like make up numbers and the people don't know how to react. They're like, <laughs> is this guy joking or is he really into this? I don't know. And I was like, hey, you know, I don't think this is like, maybe you shouldn't do that today. <laughs> Yeah. That maybe you should. Pretend you're like all the, the time. Like the Anderson Cooper of college radio or something. Right. Reporting on the scene with bully. Yeah. I'm yeah. The mic and I'm super. We're out serious. here. Yeah. We're out here. Got really intense the other day at Boston College when he did like oh, the yeah, third time one. in a row, and yeah. one woman was just like looking, looking at the camera, like, "What the hell is going on?" What sort of interviews were these? Just like after festival interviews, so they're like. Tell us how you feel about playing Boston Calling. <laughs> and you're like, fantastic. Um, or like really well-meaning, maybe college radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Those like, are always really fun. You know, it's like you got a piece of paper. It's like, what's your favorite part of being in a band? <laughs> <laughs> One of them was awesome. It wasn't for a college radio thing. I don't remember what station it was. Where we all sat down in the chairs. Mm. Oh, yeah, that one was great. Yeah. The chair, they had chairs. Yeah. That was what made chairs. it good. Yes. That makes a huge you need to difference. Sit down. It really does. Yeah, it does. Because then you're not like. You know, people are usually you're standing up in like a really weird media area, and someone's just like holding something in your face. But when you turn around, someone's like, "I did the hard work of putting five chairs into a circle and have a seat." And you're like, "Wow, this guy means business." Yeah, he's like, he got chairs. He knows there's him and four members of the band. The number is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ho- homework research has been right. done here. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, it was good. God, he just. Remembered what good pizza I had last night. Yeah, well, yeah. Sorry. Did you want to tell us about it or the Boston no. pizza? We're gonna I don't do remember that. Where it was from? It's just some like. Never mind. 
New York has better pizza than Boston. No, it was we were in New York. You were in New York. Okay, so you were already back. Yeah. Okay. So good. What 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 was it like? What was the crust like? Um, it was like a medium crust, and it was good because when I looked at it, I was like a little bit drunk, and I was like, "This pizza looks like a five. and I had it, and it was eight point seven five. Oh wow! You might be downplaying how drunk you were, <laughs> <laughs> but there was definitely a, there, there's a guy in front of us in line, and there was some mix up where the guy, the one dude who was working, was like. The guy goes, I put $10 right here. And the guy who was working was like, no, you didn't. And the dude who he said it to. <laughs> I mean, it was like from zero to 100. And I thought it was like it was going to get. I mean, he was he looked like he was ready to rip his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. And then like at the very last second before he was about to jump over this counter, this dude comes back. He's like, hey, you gave me $10 and change. And I just paid you straight up. And the no, he, like, the guy was like, "You did." He did put. Yeah, his he, down. this is his money. It's right here or whatever. And yeah. He's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I'm really sorry about that." And the situation diffused, but in a really strange way. And yeah, we sobered up really quick. Actually. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. were just like standing there. We were like, is, "What? What's going on right now?" <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Late night pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm. Woo. Woo. Okay, I have a Minnesota food question. Okay. Do you eat grape salad? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Last, uh, around the holidays last year, the New York Times did this thing where they picked a special Thanksgiving food that's supposedly popular with every 50 state. <laughs> and there was this big outcry because actually there's a lot of, there's a disproportionate representation of Minnesota in this office. Mm-hmm. And all my coworkers and I think a lot of people on the internet were in this big outcry because they were like, Yo, they're tripping. Grape salad is not a thing. <laughs> no, I've never had grape salad. What is it, like grapes and mayonnaise or something? I did not investigate into what grape <laughs> salad was, so I don't have your answer. No. Wait, do you eat – but I had the Thanksgiving a few in Minnesota last year, and you guys had stuff like – like it was like a long grain rice almost dish or something like that. Do you, does that Wild sound rice? Do you have wild rice for Thanksgiving? We have like we rice, have everything. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of. I, I don't. I'm in in the South. I don't think we, there's anything that isn't completely covered in like butter or, yeah. or cheese or. Well, something. that's just like food in general in the South. Is like mush. All right, chill out, Minnesota. <laughs> Are both you guys in Minnesota then? No, I'm, I'm from New Jersey. Oh yeah, we already established that yeah. one. It was like New York got double apple pie. You know, like like the popular states got like. Very delicious sounding things, probably with like little recipes thrown in at somewhere. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I saw like Oklahoma. Someone pointed out they just got a string bean casserole. And it's like, <laughs> you know, like my grandma who grew up in like the Bronx was bringing string bean casserole to her house. Like that's not from right. Oklahoma. Right. <laughs> was there a state that got turkey, or was it supposed to be special things? I don't know. I'm. I didn't go through. I went through maybe four of the states. Yeah. Idaho had something potato related. Yeah. Mm. What are they just drawing drawing food out of a hat? What are they just drawing food out of a hat? <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever heard that saying? <laughs> <laughs> we say t- top top five sayings from Minnesota. What are they just drawing food out of a hat? <laughs> So it could be like the, the pilgrim's hat for Thanksgiving, the mm-hmm. pilgrim, the big black pilgrim hat with a buckle, or like, 
could go somewhere. Yeah, um, and it's a grape salad, so you put your fingers in there. You're like, what is it, eyeballs? And they're like, no, it's a grape <laughs> salad. I missed watching that on TV. Uh, what? Grape was, salad? Was that like what a Nickelodeon show when you stick – when they, they would like – do you guys know what I'm talking about? A Nickelodeon, and they were ta- yeah, I'm talking like about Family this, the- Double Dare when they had they did the obstacles and they reached in yes, or something, and they were like, yes, like you said, eyeballs. No, I'm like talking about guts. that's when you do it. You know, at Halloween you'd peel a grape oh, or whatever. You stick never your mind. Hand <laughs> never mind. I'm thinking about Halloween in element uh, while well, I was in elementary school. Sometimes I confuse my elementary I'm school sorry, experience with, with Nickelodeon TV with shows. a TV show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty I mean, much the same. Yeah, it's like synonymous yeah. with. Uh, not too Grade far off. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're, all, we're all like mid-20s, like that that, that uh, Nickelodeon mid-90s programming. Mm-hmm. It's like a sweet spot. Yeah. Is there a tell-all book about Nickelodeon I hope in the there, 90s? There needs to be. really interesting. Yeah, there really mm-hmm. needs to be. Give like the backstory on Pete and Pete. Yeah, that'd be great. The, had, the oral history of Hey Arnold. Yeah. Well, just like hey I think – when they had, I think Keenan was on. Power. They just got back together for a sketch, Keenan and Kel. Really? Yeah. Ke- uh, Keenan was on Mark Marin. He was talking about when they went from, when Nickelodeon moved from like Florida to California, and then all of a sudden there were like union rules in California. Mm-hmm. And like before then, like all the kids were just getting work so <laughs> hard. Like no, I was like, whoa, I want to hear like a tell-all story. That would be interesting. It's like, do we need to go to school? It's like, no, no, just get on set and hear some terrible jokes. <laughs> we'll get you your, your we'll pay you in moon boots and space camp. Right, and, uh, yeah. Moon boots. <laughs> it's like, I don't, don't need to learn how to read. It's like, no, get out there and get slimed again. <laughs> anyway, man, I guess got, got to edit that part out. Yeah. Those are the, those are the, the deleted scenes of the podcast. <laughs> For but, sure. Anyway, I'm just about... All the questions I had. Is there anything else? Any cool. shout outs? Things coming up? Yeah. To... I just want to give a shout out to my dog, Mezzy. She's recently made a new friend. It's a bird called uh, named Sherman who's been staying at our house. So I just hope they're having a good time out there. She just got her first cell phone and she's a huge podcasting fan. So yeah, I'm sure she's listening right now. definitely listen to this. I'd like to say hey to the bands we're on tour with. We're on tour with some really cool bands. Uh, oh, Fake yeah. Limbs from Chicago are good friends. Dead Soft from... Canada. Yes, Vancouver. And they're absolutely fantastic. And Heat from Montreal. And uh, all really good people and um, good bands. And keep your eye out on them. Yeah. Keep your eye out on them. Yes. Do it. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's a wrap. Thank cool. You. Toodaloo. So that concludes another episode of The Alt and Our Stars. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast by clicking the iTunes link towards the bottom of the story. If you're not viewing the story on billboards.com, just search for it and podcast Alt and Our Stars. Subscribe to it there. Also, a lot of fun old episodes you can listen to. Magical Clouds, Wonder Years, Chris from Vampire Weekend. Lots of fun stuff back there. Remember, the podcast runs every Friday at around 12 noon on billboards.com. Keep it here next week. Until then, have a good weekend, everybody. Peace out. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.